many of you, be honest, how many of you pick it up? All right, how many of you just walk on by? Come on, be honest. All right, yeah. And so uh, I can remember when a penny would buy me a piece of candy. And, and if I had 10 or 15 pennies, I could get this little brown bag full of candy. I mean, that was like, you know, and if my, if my dad gave me a quarter, uh, I would go to the, we'd be at the farmer's market and they had this little candy stand and all the kids would be around and they were so patient with us. They, because uh, everything was a penny and you'd be picking very concisely the 25 things that you were putting in your little bag. And I, I don't know how they put up with it. I, I would have gone crazy. Um, but, uh, but anyhow, uh, uh, my dad also repeatedly quoted Benjamin Franklin. And you know the quote, a penny saved is a penny earned. That's right. And so many of, uh, many of you have also heard stories of pennies on which uh, that, are, that have been found on sidewalks and that they're there for good luck or, or maybe they're from an angel. And so in preparing for this message, I came across uh, this story on Facebook. And I, 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 I'm not great at Facebook, but I tried to go through uh, and figure out who the original person was that posted it. And I just couldn't follow it. Uh, I couldn't figure it out. So uh, I can't give credit due. But... Um, but she goes on uh, to say uh, this story about a friend of hers, and, and so I, I hope it gives you something to think about. But this woman writes, Several years ago, a friend of mine and her husband were invited to spend the weekend at the husband's employer's home. Uh, my friend, Arlene, was nervous about the weekend. Uh, the boss was very wealthy uh, with a fine home on a waterway and cars costing more than her home. The first day and evening went well, and Arlene was delighted to have this rare glimpse into how the very wealthy live. Uh, the husband's employer was quite generous as a host and took them to the finest restaurants. Arlene knew she would never have this opportunity to indulge in this kind of extravagance again, and so she enjoyed herself immensely. And then, as the three of them were, were about to enter an exclusive restaurant that evening, the boss was walking slightly ahead of, of Arlene and her husband, and he stopped suddenly, looking down on the pavement for a long, silent moment. And then Arlene wondered, is she supposed to pass him by? There was nothing on the ground except a single darkened penny that someone had dropped, and a few cigarette butts, of course. Uh, but still silent, the man reached down and he picked up the penny. He held it up and smiled, and then he put it in his pocket as if he found a great treasure. She thought, how absurd. What need did this man have for a single penny? Why would he even take the time to stop and pick it up? And so throughout dinner, the entire scene nagged at her. Uh, finally, she could stand it no longer. And so she casually mentioned that her daughter once had a, a coin collection and asked if the penny had found uh, some important value to him. And so a smile uh, came across the man's face as he reached into his pocket uh, for the penny 
and he held it out for her to see. And she had seen many pennies before. But what, uh, what was so important about this penny? And so we're going to pause the story right there for now. Um, and we'll come back to it later. Now, of course, there have been discussions, and I actually just found out this morning with the help of Ryan Beringer, uh, that the penny is going to be discontinued. I didn't know if you knew that. Uh, and it's going to be discontinued. You're going to love the date. April 1st, 2023. Yeah, April Fool's Day. Uh, and so they're going to stop making the penny. And it does make good e economic sense uh, since the penny actually costs, uh, the costs of it have increased, uh, making the penny... Uh, to, to, to make the penny, it cost 1.9 cents. So you have a big jar of pennies, it's double the, almost double the cost. And so, um, so I almost never uh, stopped, I almost never not pick up the penny uh, when I'm uh, walking and see one on the ground. Not just because I, I'm greedy even just a little bit, but you know, they do add up. Charlie was saying this morning that he wished uh, he could have uh, 90, 99 of those, and then we talked about 99,000 of those. And, uh, but yeah, that would change his life. Um, but uh, because I always uh, like to read and what's embraced uh, as the national motto of our country, uh, and it is the phrase, in God we trust. Uh, now that got me thinking again about our country's uh, solid Christian foundations and how about some of the, the judges of our country are trying to run uh, away from those foundations. Uh, there's a definite desire on the part of a few to remove every sign of God from government. And that's a big mistake. President John Adams once said, our, our Constitution is designed for a religious and moral people. It is wholly inadequate to govern any other. And it's true. Uh, it's true. Folks, trusting in God presents no threat whatsoever to the freedom of our country and its people. But removing God from government presents a very grave threat indeed. I want each of you to, to pull out the dollar bill that you were given if you, when you came in. If you haven't got one, raise your hand. Uh, Myron uh, and, and Chris will hand you one. But we're, we're going to use that as an object lesson so that you can uh, look at it uh, closely or you can you try to look on the screen. But, uh, but you can look at it. Um, and just so you know, I'm borrowing these dollar bills. <laughs> borrowing. Uh, they're from the, the, the vending machine across the way. And, and so uh, I, I, would really, I would really appreciate it if you would put them in the offering plate that Myron will have provided so I can restock the vending machine properly and, and uh, not get in, in charge of, of whatever that would be. Uh, but please, uh, if you could return it, that would help our fundraising for student ministry. Um, <laughs> So anyhow, uh, pull out that dollar bill, and, and I want you to, uh, to take a look at it. Uh, and so we're going to use this again as an object lesson. And so today, uh, I want to change this dollar bill for you. 
from an object of greed to a tool for witnessing to your faith. And so uh, if you turn it over, we're going to go to the back side of the dollar bill. And, and here you see two circles. There they are highlighted. Um, uh, and this is, the, this is known as the Great Seal of the United States. Uh, the First Con Continental Congress requested that Benjamin Franklin and a group of men come up with a seal. And so it took these men four years to accomplish this task and then another two years to get it approved. Uh, the the, the right-hand circle we're, we're going to focus on here for a little bit um, is interesting. Uh, it, it's slightly modified, but it's the seal of the President of the United States, and you, you might not notice it, but, uh, but it is generally visible in the background whenever uh, the President speaks. And then you have the bald eagle. Uh, the bald eagle was selected as the seal uh, for the seal, and also as the national bird, uh, because, because he is not afraid of the storm. He is strong enough and smart enough to soar above it. And then you have the shield. Uh, the, let's see here. Somewhere in there's the shield. I'm not sure where, but right in the center. There we go. Uh, the shield on the eagle is unsupported, uh, signifying that our country can stand on its own and putting it in the context of, of that time, meaning that they can stand without England uh, because uh, they wanted their freedom. And then uh, the eagle's beak, uh, in the eagle's beak, we have the, the, the famous Latin words, e pluribus unum, meaning out of many, one. Uh, now this, of course, symbolizes the many states that, formed, uh, that were formed to make the Union of the United States. And of course, uh, I'd like uh, you to consider how well those words apply uh, to us also as God's family. Out of, the many who, uh, out of the many who sometimes have so little in common other than our sinfulness, God had made us into one body. Paul put it very simply in Corinthians. The body uh, is a unit, though it is composed of many parts, and although its parts are many, they all form one body. So it is with Christ. Now notice that the eagle holds in its talons, it holds in its talons an olive branch and arrows. This country wants peace, but we will never be afraid to fight to preserve that peace. And so the eagle always wants to face the olive branch. But in times of war, his gaze will reluctantly turn toward the arrows. You've heard it said uh, the number 13 is unlucky, right? Unluck unlucky 13 and Friday the 13th is supposed to be avoided. Well, if you believe that, then you better not carry around a dollar bill because 13 is all over the place. Um, because... Because we had 13 original colonies, there are 13 stripes in our flag. But on the bill, 13 stars above the eagle. Uh, by the way, those little rays surrounding the stars are, are meant to show the glory of God. Uh, and they are, are shining on our country. And then there are 13 bars on the shield. There are 13 leaves on the olive branch. And then on, on the olive branch, there are 13 olives. 
And then across from that, there are 13 arrows. There are also 13 letters in E Pluribus Unum. And uh, Scott, can you help me to pronounce that? Uh, on, is it onto, uh, onto it? Uh, copitus? Is that, it's Latin, so I don't know Latin. Does anybody? Uh, anyhow, both of those uh, phrases are 13 letters. Uh, and then uh, on the left side, uh, 13 steps are on the pyramid. Now, I'm sure there's a couple more on there, and I think there's a couple on the other side of the bill, but I want us to focus on this left side for a, a moment, this left side of the seal. And so when you see the seal, there is no question that it was created by men who understood the grace of God and how he has blessed uh, our country. On the top of that seal are the Latin words, antuit copitus, uh, by, uh, by which they declared, God has favored our undertaking or our beginnings. Uh, and so beneath the pyramid or triangles, which is also the symbol of the, the, the Trinity, that God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are recognized. The pyramid was also chosen for the seal because it's enduring power to last throughout the ages. But it, but it is displayed unfinished, as you can see uh, that the capstone is, is not on the top of it signifying that we are just getting started as a nation. Optimistically, I would, I would hope that, that it is just the same uh, now as it was in 1776. But notice the face is lighted uh, on the, the pyramid. And then the left side, the western side, is darkened. This country was just beginning, and we had begun to explore in the west uh, uh, we have not begun to explore the West or find out what would our role be in Western civilization. And so again, I would add that no matter how young or old you are, your life itself is just getting started. Even though we can't see it yet, God has great things planned for us, and the greatest of these will not be shown to us until we get to our true home in heaven. Hence, the shadow on the left. Now, even though the pyramid is unfinished, there is the capstone hovering over it. And inside the capstone, uh, you have the all-seeing eye of providence, uh, another ancient symbol for God. Although the eye, uh, although the eye you again see the, the glory of God, which is the rays that are, that are coming out of it, um, again, the forefathers understood that we would never be complete as a nation without the presence of God. And so it's true. The more we as a country try to erase all the all-seeing eye from this picture, the more the structure will crumble and be weakened. And so at the base of the pyramid uh, is the date of our country's beginning that God has favored. And that's the Roman numerals for 1776. And certainly, as we look at the past 246 years, it is obvious that God has favored our beginning uh, of our country. I'm sure that we can all find things to complain about, but as, as the war against terror, terrorism continues 
And as we learn more about some of the countries who fostered terrorists, our country looks better and better, doesn't it? Can you imagine living in a land constantly torn by wars and demonstrations and ruled by government with the kind of mentality, for instance, that would publicly declare a day of hatred against other, another country? Or think about any of the communist countries that not only would never have a motto of in God we trust, but also would for, forbid you to do so. North Korea is one of the most repressive regimes in the world when it comes to stamping out Christianity or any faith for that matter. The watchdog group Open Door estimates that there are tens of thousands of Christians currently suffering in North Korea prison camps. Folks, we literally have no idea how blessed we are all in this world. God has certainly favored this country, but for us, those words also have, also have to have a special meaning, that God has also favored our beginning, our spiritual beginning, when we were baptized into a relationship with the triune God and we were first called God's children. It's a beginning that God set in motion a long time ago. Paul looks back on the, the book of, uh, on the work of God uh, in guiding history, and it says, But when the fullness of time has come, God sent forth his Son, born of woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we, we might receive adoption as sons and daughters. Folks, God's, God's, God favors your beginning relationship to him so much that he sent his son to die for you on a cross to forgive you of your sins. It's the greatest favor ever done for anyone, and it was all done just for you. Again, looking beneath the pyramid on the great seal are the words novus ordo seclorium, seclorium and that God has also established a new order of the age, ages. And so, folks, the, the, the forefathers understood freedom and democracy as a very new concept in the history of the world. We also have grown up in freedom. Uh, we don't realize how unique it still is, even in our world today. But the men who crafted this seal had a sense that this new democracy that they had formed would be the standard that would change the world. And I think they were right. Of course, there is another new order of ages that only God could bring. The order by which the guilty are set free and those who were dead in sin became alive in Jesus Christ. An order by which God sent his son into the world uh, not to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. There's an old story about a little boy uh, who couldn't get to sleep. He had eaten something that didn't agree with his belly, and, and so uh, he had stomach problems. And, and, but finally, he eventually dozed off. And then all of a sudden, uh, he woke up from a nightmare, and so his father came uh, in to comfort him, and, and the room was dark. Uh, and the boy was, of course, frightened and, and you know, kind of out of his wits. Um, 
But the father said to him, son, don't worry. God will watch over you. Don't be afraid. I'm going to go downstairs, but God will always be with you. And then in reply, the boy said, but, but daddy, I want a God who's got skin on. Well, folks, that's the God we got. You see, God took, took on skin in the person of Jesus Christ, and he died for us. The God who comes to us now uh, in his word, and he says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. Again, as I said earlier, this is, this is my life verse. Uh, I go to them often when I feel weak, when I feel inadequate, uh, when I uh, feel depressed or overwhelmed by life circumstances. And I'm reminded uh, to trust in the Lord with all my heart, not just parts of it, but I'm reminded to give him all of my heart, give him all of my situations, uh, and, and it brings me hope. So, in light of Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, let's take a look at those great words uh, right on the top of the dollar bill, above where it says, one. Now, no, not the United States of America. Uh, the other words, in God we trust. That phrase is the national motto of the United States. I think that's incredible. Uh, in, in the face of hundreds of organizations in this country, that are pledged to do away with Christianity and hundreds of groups that deny the existence of God altogether, we still have an official document of our country that pledges allegiance to God. And I just can't think of anything more ironic or more appropriate than for the motto to be on, of all places, our money. Now, uh, because... For so many of you, as far as, or maybe a far more accurate motto might be for your lives, is in goods we trust, right? And so uh, this is how we get them, with money. We even call it the almighty dollar, right? And so what's a, a, a ma an amazing daily reminder to all of us, not to put our trust in the almighty dollar, but to put our trust in almighty God instead. Amen. Who would like to guess uh, when those words in God we trust first appeared on paper currency? Does anybody know? Oh, come on, Scott. Treasurer. Uh, you're, you're, you're close. He, Scott said 1954. Well, uh, it was Benjamin Franklin's belief that our country would not survive without the help of God. And so the leaders of our country, our country uh, in our forefathers' generation understood that well. And so the phrase, in God we trust, uh, was chosen as our national motto by the, an act of Congress in 1956, which was 66 years ago. Uh, and then it first appeared on our currency in 1957. So you're, you're pretty close there, Scott. Um, but if the phrase, in God we trust, is the national motto of our country, declared uh, so nothing less by nothing less than an act of Congress, I want to respectfully suggest 
that it's a phrase we should use and display more often. In recent years, people have been uh, wearing a variety of ribbons to show their support for various causes. Um, for example, I know the, the pink ribbon uh, is one of the, the most well-known and it's, it's for breast uh, cancer awareness. And so people wear a pink ribbon. Well, folks, I can't think of, of anything more patriotic than to wear the national motto as a ribbon. Uh, and it's very simple to make. Uh, I, I have one here that I made earlier this week, uh, and, and I think I uh, have one up for the screen there as well uh, to show you. But, but if you are getting bored uh, with my message, um, uh, right now you can try to figure this out by yourself, or you can go onto Facebook after the service and we have it posted on how to fold this into a ribbon. And I got it backwards, but you can see where it says, in God we trust uh, on, on the ribbon. But maybe you also uh, would prefer to do it as a cross. Uh, there's a cross uh, that you can learn. It's a little more intricate, so if you're up for the challenge, uh, that video will also be posted on our, our Facebook page uh, following. Uh, and, and I did get it to work. Uh, but boy, understanding some of those folds was a little tricky, and I had to pause the video. But, but it can be done. And so, you know, I think it would be helpful if, if we all uh, were proud of that uh, and, and, and took it as uh, a, and wore it as a ribbon of pride. And so, uh, I would encourage you to, to wear those and use them as an opportunity to witness. You know, why are you wearing a dollar? Well, it says, in God we trust, and that's where I put my trust. And it can begin a whole conversation. So, wear them with pride to show your support of our country, but more importantly, show them that you're putting your trust in God. So, have you ever been all ready to sit down in a chair and someone pulls the chair right out from under you. Have you ever had that happen? It's not a good feeling. Not a good feeling, especially when you end up on a concrete floor. But, um, but you need to know, if you put your trust in anything except God, that's exactly what's going to happen to you in life. Only God has the answers to the great questions in your life. Only God can tell you with certainty that your sins are forgiven and you can have eternal life. Because only God could accomplish that victory for you. And he did it when Jesus Christ, God and man, sacrificed himself on the cross to be punished for your sin, for my sin, so that we could be set free from them. So trust in the Lord with all your heart. He was lifted up on the cross so that he'll never let you down. Then it says, do not lean on your own understanding. When you were there, when you were two years old, when you were two years old, um, did you understand anything about dating or about the opposite sex or taxes or the enjoyment of a good book? That too, yeah. Isn't it, uh, isn't it true you didn't understand all those things and it took time for them to be revealed to you? 
Well, I submit to you that you and I still have a lot to learn. We have a lot to learn as we go on the way, on our way. And it only makes sense that we should assume we don't know it all and that we put our trust in that God because God will keep opening our eyes to the things he has in store for us. And then finally it says, in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Understand that the Lord is working in every area of your life to make things better and to draw you closer to him and to make your life count and be effective for making disciples for Jesus Christ. He has promised that in his word. He says, all things work together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And then finally, I'd like to look at one final phrase on the bill. Again, there's a lot to be explored. But on the front side, uh, in small print, there on the left side, it proclaims, this note is legal tender for all debts, public and private. So in other words, if you just had enough of these, you could pay off everyone you owe. It'd be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, it would be also nice if, it were tr if that were true. But there are some debts that this just won't take care of. Some debts that we can just never repay. The debt of our sins. Our debt that uh, crucified the Son of God. And yet because of the death of Christ uh, has canceled our debt, we praise him for it. Because it wasn't just a man who died and in whom we place our trust. It was God himself who took skin on, who took uh, our sins upon himself on the cross and paid the price for them. And then he left them there. He rose again, establishing a new order of life eternally for us who believe in him. Amen? Friends, I, I hope you remember something uh, of the things that I've shared today. And I, and I want this dollar to become for you uh, from now on a reminder of your faith. And maybe sometimes the opportunity will come for you uh, when someone will begin to talk about how important this is to them and how much this means to them. I hope at, the point, at that point you'll be able to, to talk about why it is God you trust and not the money itself. About why it is important for you that God has favored your beginning when you were washed free from your sins at your baptism and you were made a child of God. And you can, uh, you can talk about the church and, how, and what it means for you that God takes away, takes many different people and makes them into one family and one body and how we nurture our faith together and grow in, into the head, which is Jesus Christ. And I hope you can talk about how God has canceled the debt of your sin by the blood of his son, Jesus Christ. And I hope that you can truly trust in the Lord with all your heart 
and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And when you do that, he will make your paths straight. And so let me, let me finish the story that I started earlier. Remember the man who reached down to, to, to pick up the penny. He, he held it up and smiled, and then he put it in his pocket, and he, and he found great, uh, as if he had found great treasure. And then Arlene uh, thought how absurd that, uh, you know, what need did this man have for a single penny? Why would he even take the time to stop and pick it up? And again, so throughout din dinner, the entire, entire scene nagged her, and finally she couldn't stand it no longer, and she casually mentioned that her daughter once had a coin collection and asked if the penny he had found had some value. And so a smile creeped on the man's face as he reached into his pocket for the penny and he held it out for her to see. She had seen many pennies before. What was the point of this? He said, look at it. Read what it says. She read the words, United States of America. No, not that. Read further. One cent. No, keep reading. In God we trust. Yes! And? And so, and if I trust in God, the name of God is holy, even on a coin whenever I find a coin. You know, I see the inscription that is written on it. And on every single United States coin, uh, we never seem to notice that God is dropping a message right in front of us. He's telling me to trust him. Who am I to pass by? When I see a coin, I pray. I stop to see if my trust is in God at that moment, I picked the coin up as a response to God that I do trust him. And so for a short time, at least, I, I cherish it as if it were gold. I think it is God's way of, of starting a conversation with me. Lucky for me, God is patient and pennies are plentiful. And so Arlene goes on to say, when I was out shopping today, I found a penny on the sidewalk. I stopped and I picked it up and realized that if I had been worrying and fretting in my mind about things that I cannot change. And so I read the words, in God we trust. And I just had to laugh. Yes, God, I get the message. It seems that I have been finding an, uh, an ornament or uh, an ornament number of, uh, of pennies in the last few months. But then pennies are plentiful, and God is patient. As, as, as we prepare to close, these altars are open. Maybe uh, for the first time, you want to say, in God, I trust. I encourage you to do so. You don't have to come to the altar. There's nothing magical about that place. 
You can do it in your seat, but I encourage you to tell someone who is a believer. And maybe you want to increase your faith and, and trust God more with the circumstances of your life. God will make straight your path. And so maybe you want to come and, and pray and, and, and recommit your faith. You know, your future and the future of this church is in God's hands. We can trust in God. Let it be said of all of us, in God we trust. Amen? Amen. Pray with me. My Lord and my God, I thank you today, first and foremost, for putting skin on and becoming human in the form of Jesus Christ, that you were God and human. And Lord, that you made a way for our debt to be canceled, to be paid by taking on our sin and then leaving it on the cross. Thank you for that. I thank you that you put it, uh, you gave the wisdom to our, the forefathers of our country, to have the wisdom and knowledge to know that you should be first and that in God we should trust. I thank you for the act of Congress that recognized that in 1956. Our country has come a long way from that. And Lord, may we never waver from it. Lord, we trust you. I can't do this life by myself. I cannot do it in my own strength. And so, Lord Jesus, as I pray, you would help me through your Holy Spirit to trust in you more. I pray that for this congregation that we would trust you, that we would take advantage of the opportunities that we have to share with others about the God in whom we trust. May we learn from Debbie's confession that there are people hurting, there are people who need to hear and know and have a personal relationship with Jesus. Let us not neglect that purpose in our life. Let us not neglect the people that you put in our path. Whether we have a dollar, whether we have a coin, may we always be reminded from this day forward, it is in God we trust. Be with us, Lord Jesus. Make yourself known to us. We love you. And may our lives be an expression of that love. In Jesus' name, amen. Would you stand as we sing this last song?